0: So, CDs kind of see these cards
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another live across the pond with my pontification partner, Andrew Henderson. Good afternoon, UK. Good morning, and uh, yes, what happened on this day? I think. I was
0: told by the backroom boys in 1770, Trent, because it's far more important than anything else that was mentioned. It wasn't
1: 1770. It was, I think,
0: 1718. Okay. So, oh, correct. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Trent, much better than me at remembering dates. What happened in seventeen? I
1: refuse. 18. I refuse because yeah. we now have <laughs> one of the backroom boys <laughs> trying to be Pavlov in our head just before we go on the air to try to plant a seed of what he wants us to talk about. And it's not what he wants us to talk about. He just wants to see if we will conform and do what Luke Tibor wants us to do. I refuse.
0: Now hear this, my hearties. <laughs> Trent- you can't Trent- refuse to comply. Us- <laughs> De- Trent Luce has just told, showed us his Scotch beer, which dates back to 1718 when Blackbeard was alive. Well, he wasn't quite alive after today, but apparently Blackbeard died on this day, the same day that JFK was assassinated. In 1918.
1: <laughs> See, South you're, you're a total North. conformist. No, 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 you're doing no, everything no, you no, he wants you to no. do.
0: Because I'm 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 led by donkeys. That's what that's a saying. Not I don't. I don't. Um. <laughs> anyway, we don't rent pigs. We're led by donkeys. That's the new say. But I'm going to say this, that there are some momentous things happen here. You know, you've got JFK on the 21st of, um, of November, uh, 1963. And then you've got Margaret Thatcher, the longest serving prime minister in the United Kingdom history, resigned on this day, although she was pushed. And so some very significant things happen on this day. And on this day, today, our false, fake government is giving its financial statement and- there's going to be more lies in that than a, a Jim Carrey movie. I know that. That's for sure. And I'm going to say this to you: people are waking up to these lies. There you go.
1: Okay. So. Do you want me to give can, you some
0: real, real news.
1: Or we can news talk news? about um, JFK's assassination, but there's a little tidbit of this that I want to share that apparently doesn't get a lot of attention. One person interviewed Jack Ruby at his trial and many times over a period of time. And that person is Dorothy Kilgallion. And thanks to Mike Fell, my friend from Rapid City, who tuned me into this yesterday. But anyway, Dorothy Kilgallen. why that's important is she was three days away from releasing what actually happened at, with the, the conspiracy, the actual murder and shooting of JFK. And she died of an apparent suicide three days before it was released, Andrew.
0: Oh, as Cilla Black would say, surprise, surprise.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We all all know that there is
0: something very, very wrong about the death of that particular president. Um, And I'm sure there's many since that have disappeared from this planet on uh, uh, either accused by somebody who didn't do it or, you know, told it's some form of, um, uh, of of suicide when we know in our hearts it can't have been suicide and so you know there's so many examples of that and um, you know what a an interesting time we're living in because now that same story is is really out there again who really did um orchestrate the death of your president in
1: 1963. Two. You think it's more prevalent today? I mean, it comes up every single year this week. You think it's more prevalent today, that question? Yes.
0: I think that um, when you think about where we are and the disinformation and what's coming out um, worldwide in terms of uh, people in charge of the world who really aren't elected, I think that day, more than any day in history, it all goes back to that day, at least that day, maybe before. But there's something about that date that seems to have started an awful lot of um of rabbits going in directions that we're now be- are now becoming clearer. To be fair, um, but yes, I do. I think that's a very significant day in world history. And I'll give you one example. Like yesterday, and I'll send this to you, Trent. I saw an absolutely amazing four-minute video about um this uh archaeological um dig i suppose you could call it in uh the antarctic where they can go down into the the biggest ice um birds that have ever been created and not just date all of the ice but they can also give the exact temperatures when that ice formed. now that's quite a stunning thing um because i saw this and i don't know whether you've seen they go ten thousand years and they're proving that we are in a cold phase at the moment, that the Earth, the planet was a lot warmer, that ice uh, formed a lot uh, lower temperature than it is forming in the last 200 years. They show this. And then they replicated this in five parts of the world where there wasn't ice by carbon dating and temperature temperature as they went into the ground. And they got exactly the same graph, which proves two things. One, that climate change is not man-made. That's the first thing it proves. And it also proves that the planet is currently going through a getting colder phase, not a getting warmer phase. So, those I've seen the video, it's very compelling because it, he doesn't just use the graph and then say that's just from the Antarctic. He then goes on to explain that it, they've taken five places across the world and found exactly the same graph based on the way they've they, they probed for the temperatures. So, there you are. The biggest myth of today is climate change and man,
1: it being man-made. I would actually like to go. watch that video. I have the attention span to handle a four-minute video.
0: I'm going to send it to you.
1: So it's great, uh, along those lines, you know, uh, as a result of climate change, we have to continually subsidize ridiculous sources of energy like wind and solar. Uh, yep. The Department of Energy actually released its own audit dating back... I, I'm humored in how they phrase this. The first of its kind since 2018. <laughs> wow, that was five years ago. That's the first of its kind since 2018. But since 2018, we have subsidized fossil fuel energy production to the tune of 23 billion, and wind and solar and other nonsense to the tune of 85 billion dollars. So I not only question why are we subsidizing Intermittent electricity when we have resources that will keep the electricity on. Why are we subsidizing fossil fuels to $23 billion? Why are we subsidizing anything? These are taxpayer dollars, and taxpayers need to say, no, stop spending my money. Well, you said
0: that I'm going to return the compliment. You've been right about this right from the start. Um, any fuel that's subsidized and is, is therefore not economic, that's it. It just stops there. If you have to subsidize a fuel, it's not economic. And um, I'll I'll tell you one that's making me smile at the moment. You know the stations where Teslas are are charged up from electricity that's probably been produced from coal or gas? Um, People are stealing. (laughs) This makes me laugh. You know, we've got uh, 800,000 fighting age men in this country that need extra revenue. They're stealing the copper wire that charges up the cars. At the moment that's the latest fad apparently you can get like a, a serious amount of money if you uh, cut the lines in the uh, electric charging stations because the copper wire is so thick it's about that thick and people are thinking oh copper's worth a lot of money so they're stealing them now i when i pass people in electric cars now i actually get to, i've got to the point where i'm feeling sorry for them how they were duped i am i'm, I'm thinking they've spent double the amount on the car They probably know it's a battery and the battery's getting worse and worse as the days go on. And they've been completely hoodwinked. And I wonder how long it's going to be before no electric cars are sold, Trent. How long do you think it's going to be?
1: I don't know. I only predicted one date in my last five years and it was wrong. So I'm not going to say soon.
0: (laughs) Do you think they've got a long lifespan? Let's put it that way. Yes
1: or no? Well, (laughs) it's like Kelly reminded me that... uh, The Harris Ranch has this Tesla charging station in California. Only all of the electric that comes through these charging stations is coming off of a diesel powered generator. Now, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Think of the subsidies that are involved there. And then we've got them blowing up and uh, and causing thousands of cars uh, to be uh, uh, written off at, at airports and stuff. How long before people won't insure them? That must be coming down the pike as well.
1: I'm i I'm still marveling at the fact that I've never seen a car which I thought just engulfed in flames until I'm riding with you and I see two on our <laughs> trip. And I I still haven't seen another one since. It was only when you're along with uh, some magnetic personality where you cause batteries to explode. That Jim Ferguson effect, maybe. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. I don't know what the Jim Ferguson effect is.
0: Yeah. But anyway, I, I, I saw that. I that was the first time I'd seen it too. But we are anecdotally, well, I, anecdotally, I've been told about how much damage they're doing to motorways or you call them highways or freeways. Because apparently when they do go into spontaneous combustion, we call them interstates. They actually cost the, oh, interstate, in interstate. OK,
1: because they get between states and I-80. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brilliant. i 94 I got to take a break. We'll be back with the second okay. half on Thanksgiving week, 2023, live across the pond. More after this. The United States has made a series of awesome mistakes uh, the last several decades. Ukraine uh, was one of them. The spy balloon. Back in the 80s, if they would have had that spy balloon come around, George Shultz would have flown that spy balloon back over to Beijing and said, "Here." because he understood what leverage was in foreign policy. Biden gave him a pass on, and our world's gonna change, and a lot of people aren't hearing that. They don't understand that. Our world is gonna change in a big, big way. Welcome to our energy future, where safety and progress work hand in hand. Carbon capture and storage has been safely used for 30 years. The technology has been further refined by UND's Energy and Environmental Research Center and is being applied by the state's coal industry. Advanced safety protocols ensure carbon capture and storage from the state's power plants is worry-free and safeguards communities and the environment. Safety isn't just a word to us, it's a promise to you and the generations to come. Learn more at CoalAndCapture.com Hello and welcome to the MHA Interpretive Center. It's the perfect stop along the Lewis and Clark Trail and the cultural hub of the Mandan, Hiraza, and Arikara Nation. Nestled along the shores of Lake Sigaguya in Newtown, North Dakota, one mile west of the Four Bears Casino, you can enjoy amphitheater performances, art exhibitions, and educational workshops utilizing our living cultural center. Enjoy some coffee, browse our gift shop, and learn about the original people of this land. Learn more at mhanation.com slash interpretive center. Stop out to our facility, Highway 22 South, let us build a truck for you. These Fluke Trailers of Dickinson is a family owned dealer with expert staff that know their products front to back. We stock over 150 units of all types and can custom order a trailer with the unique features and capabilities you require for brands you can trust. Our experienced service team is the reason we're also the best place to have your trailer customized or repaired. Count on Base Flug trailers of Dickinson to keep you hauling. I've spent the last quarter century of my life trying to connect food producers to food consumers, and there's a place that just does it naturally. The history and the tradition, more importantly, the culture of the National Western Stock Show and Rodeo in Denver, Colorado each year creates that opportunity. The culture is on display, and the nation's resource providers in Denver, Colorado, January 2024. Keep track of the details and schedule at nationalwestern.com. So see these here, Welcome back, Trent Lewis, Andrew Henderson, on the day before Thanksgiving 2023. And uh, just so you know, we won't be live again until Monday. Andrew, I found this this morning and I want to read it to you because it kind of speaks to what you think people are waking up to. And, and I don't agree in the United States. And it just went dark on me. And it's funny because it's from a book released by Morris Berman. Uh, yeah, Berman. And it points out that 70% of American adults cannot name their senators, their congressmen. More than half do not know the actual number of senators and nearly a quarter cannot name a single right guaranteed by the First Amendment. 63% cannot name the three branches of the government. Other studies, oh, now, come on, come on, play with me here. Other studies reveal the uninformed and undecided voters often are the, can't even name the candidate for who they are picking and are the most and um i should have had glasses to do this are the most powerful color is apparently a major factor in their decision so the color is more important than the person and these okay. are the people that um, we want we think are going to fix this
0: okay well the first thing is that um i i, I sort of get that people are they can have a, a political view without knowing who the individuals are politically that they need to know or you think or we think they need to know. How, wh- where I see people waking up is that they're knowing that there's something very undemocratic about what's going on at the moment, that we're be- they're in- entering our lives in ways that they've never entered before. And that's what I think people are waking up from. They're not necessarily waking up to an understanding of the system, they're waking up to understanding that something is not right. Um, your assertions about your own country and the people of your country and their uh, and their ability to understand uh, what's actually happening with their constitution, etc., very sad. That is a very sad indictment of of the people of America. I'm fairly pleased to say that that's not the case here in the UK, except in extreme inner cities. Uh, like London or I would say Liverpool or Bradford, Leeds, et cetera, where I do know that that sort of culture exists, that there are people there that vote for one party, whatever, and they wouldn't even know who the people in that party were because yeah. they've been told to time and time again, and they do. But that as a percentage, because we went through Brexit, is a much smaller percentage than it ever has ever was before because Brexit made people understand one thing, but if you vote for somebody in Europe and they make decisions about your future, you haven't elected those people. So people understood that. So maybe we're a little, a slightly more aware of that than you are. Having said that, when I was in America this time, Trent, those people I met were white. No, uh,
1: absolutely. That's because we're in, we're
0: in echo chamber. You you, maybe. you,
1: you, you met a select group of people, people that are in the know. But if you don't know how the system works, you can wake up all you want. If you don't be a part of fixing it, then you might as well stay sleeping.
0: Yeah. Well, I I learned a bit about your system when you ran for lieutenant governor. And I realized that more than, I mean, much more than in the UK, you require money in America. It's so money
1: oriented. It's Um,
0: so money oriented. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. And then that pits you against a candidate. So, for example, if somebody, is going to pay i'll use donald trump as an example more money say a million dollars to be running on his ticket that i can understand why somebody like donald Trump takes that money because of how money how much money it takes to run for president that's that's the problem
1: it is the problem just so you have
0: so much money involved it's frightening
1: i want to go back to jfk because not his assassination, but something else he did that is uh, paved the way for a different future than I think we should have had in one little okay. regard. Okay. So for 76 consecutive years now this year, when a guy named Biden pardoned Liberty and Bell, the two turkeys in the White House, uh, they it's kind of funny that people think that it's cool to pardon these turkeys and not eat them. Well, 76 years ago in 1947, the Turkey Girls of America gifted two turkeys to the White House so that they could enjoy eating them. And it was JFK who decided, you know what, we should just pardon one of these turkeys and we'll eat the other turkey. And so now we've had this tradition of a turkey pardon, which I've actually not been there, but I've been a part of interviewing many turkey growers who take the turkeys to the White House each year. It's a fascinating process. And I now am more sympathetic in that I understand it brings food to the discussion at a national level back when it was hard to even talk about food. Now now it's easier because we know that there's a challenge in the infrastructure. But all of this-
0: Hang on, wait a minute.
1: Is this is where the saying "Let's talk turkey" comes from. You think? Anyways, uh, not, the, not the not the pardon itself. The, no. the okay. "Let's talk turkey" actually comes from the turkey being the center of the Thanksgiving dinner and the family coming together after a year of hustle and bustle. And so, while you're eating turkey, you talk about the issues of the day, and you come back to what's really important and stay centered in life. That's talk turkey. Hmm. You can prove me wrong about that. Oh, by the way, while I'm thinking about that, your buddy Dewey uh, yesterday sent me a note that Antelope County was named after a gentleman back in the founding days, mid-1800s, when they saw an antelope and killed it in Antelope County, uh, where we'll have our meeting December the 4th. All right. So back to my pardon story. Big... Yeah. yeah. What, what? No,
0: I'm I'm intrigued by the pardon.
1: Of the turkey. So we, we now pardon two turkeys. We moved beyond just pardoning one and eating one. And there are people who champion the pardoning of these turkeys because, well, it's good. We we saved them from turkey dinner. The same people support the reintroduction of the wolves. And there was a meeting yesterday in Cochise County, Arizona, because they are reintroducing the wolves now south of Interstate I-40 in Arizona and New Mexico, and they say their goal is to have 320 wolves in this region. The same people who champion pardoning a turkey support putting these wolves back into the ecosystem so that they can kill other animals, particularly domestic animals and elk and deer and all of these other things we cherish. So why is it that people are so hypocritical? They don't want something to be killed so the humans can eat it, but if a wolf eats it, Hey, more power to them. Go get them. Make sure you don't kill them while they just maim them and let them live alive. If you're a wolf, it's absolutely ridiculous. Well, the,
0: the hypocrisy is just beyond, isn't it? Really. And then um, I, I saw a very good uh, meme of Joe Biden uh, doing his thing with the turkey. And then um, um, I'm just going to say it this way the, the, this meme was very clever because the turkey was able to say back to. Um, Joe Biden, and I'm going to just, people can leave this to their, their imagination, but the turkey actually said, duck Joe Biden, which I thought was very good. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. Uh, uh, and, that's and, and, fairly clever. And, 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 and I, I am going to say this as well, that um, when I look at that, I, I didn't realize that you'd pardoned both turkeys. I thought you'd only pardoned, but I didn't realize that he's gone the whole oh, Maybe, do we know whether it's a male or a female turkey? Because it might be a transgender turkey. We don't know, do we?
1: Yeah, somebody knows. I think they're both male turkeys, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Typically. Well, I think you make a very good point because that's what's called the butterfly effect. And that is uh, from a very famous book by um, Stephen King, who I don't like now, but he's a great author. And he wrote about the assassination of John F. Kennedy, and he talks about that, but those butterfly events, that something very slightly that changes in the world can have huge implications on what we see happen around the world. And um, there's no doubt in my mind, that's why I keep going back to the, that date, that something happened then because it was where, I'm going to say this, an unelected, unauthorized, I'm going to say part of government Took control without being elected. And those actions have had repercussions worldwide to the point where we've now got the World Economic Forum, a a completely unelected body who looks as though they've got control of every government or every Western government in the world.
1: Okay, wait a minute. Are you saying that because JFK pardoned one turkey instead of eating them both, he was assassinated? No.
0: I was using the uh, no, no. You're, it sounded like you're you're it to, no, parred, you are segueing into if he hadn't
1: pardn't you, you, the you, turkey, you, it wouldn't have been assassinated. It's okay.
0: You, you can, you can, you can have your little story and end up with a load of wolves in in uh, in New Mexico or wherever you were on about. No,
1: so they're and, all and, throughout and the West, that that, not just New Mexico.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you, you, that that butterfly effect because of that decision you took us from there. So I'm also saying that the assassination. I use the words the assassination of a three-letter agency, because I believe it was one of your three-letter agencies, maybe with the uh, support of the vice president. Um, You know, things very similar have happened recently. And that caused the assassination of a president, which then led us to where we are today, where the clandestine three-letter agencies have had far too much control over society, unbeknown to us and the governments of the world unbeknown
1: to us but there's and nobody like arguing, arguing that.
0: that i know so i'm just talking about the butterfly effect you talked about the turkey effect i'm talking mm-hmm. about the butterfly effect well Both have, it's that, those little wings those little wings
1: most importantly and thanksgiving is upon us we should take yeah. that opportunity to spend time with those that we care about the most have a discussion let's talk turkey And then come together and recognize that we need a plan going forward. For Andrew Henderson, I'm Trent Lewis. Regaining control for the farmer, one turkey at a time. We'll see you Monday. Folks, when it comes to crop protection, you need equipment and technology you can count on. The Apache Sprayer accomplishes all of that. But you need something else, a service counter and a group of people that will help you when you need it. Simpson Farm Enterprises at SimpsonFarm.com and High Plains Apache from Mandan. They have the service, they have the equipment, all they need is your confidence. Online, SimpsonFarm.com or HighPlainsApache.com. At the Set Motors, we understand how difficult it can be finding your next new vehicle. You don't have to worry about paying premiums or market adjustments, as we are focused on building loyal, long-term customers. Let us help you ease the purchase experience by walking you through the order process. Configure your next new vehicle, your way, with price protection. Need financing? We also work with several banks to get you the best rate available. At the Set Motors, we value your business. Let us show you how. At OLS Tubs, we focus on quality ingredients to create premium, low-consumption supplements that save producers time and money. Our customers see increased profits through better conception rates, heavier winning weights, and less time and money spent on doctoring herds. OLS formulas focus on highly bioavailable trace minerals and vitamins, as well as key ingredients to improve immune response, colostrum quality, and feed conversion. Our inclusive formula propels your livestock to their full genetic potential. This is why we confidently say OLS Tubs are simply the best. Trent Luce for Cross Diamond Cattle Company. The bull sale is coming up December the 11th, and whether you have Red Angus genetics or not, you can come and join us in Bertrand, Nebraska for a set of cattle that anybody of any breed preference would truly appreciate. Red Angus cattle play a tremendous role in generating a consistent supply of beef going forward. I plan to see you December the 11th at Bertrand. Go to the website, crossdiamondcattle.com, for full catalog and details. It's every American's right to bear arms. At Mandan Sporting Goods,